On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Chris, and sitting next to me, who's waving for some reason... I am the sunshine in your life, Lissa Walker-White. And also the cloud that covers the sun. <laughs> I'm just kidding. How are you doing tonight? I'm good tonight. I'm, you're doing I'm good, good tonight. tonight. You doing all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, it's been a kind of a long weekend. Uh, low you stress. say that like it's a bad thing, though. No, like I'm saying it's a good thing. Kind of a long weekend. I don't know. I, for the last... One, two, three, four. I will be going four days straight without setting my alarm because it's the 4th of July weekend Mm -hmm. or 4th of July. And then I work from home on Friday and then Saturday and then Sunday. And that's to me, that is the like pretty much the measure of a good vacation or just some, some, some personal time is to, to not have to have an alarm wake you up. Because in my opinion, having to wake up early is one of the worst things (laughs) Period. I guess I don't know if that's period? maybe. I mean, that's being dramatic. Yeah. But I have hated waking up early since I was a young child. Wee lad. Yes, a wee lassie, mm-hmm. and I thought I would get out of, grow out of it, but I haven't. I hate waking up early. Well, you also got to remember, like when you say wake up early, we're not talking like seven o'clock in the morning. I hate waking up before my body's ready to wake up. Yeah. And particularly when the sun's not out. Well, yeah, so if you have to wake Winter up at month. 5. Hate it. That still feels like it's in the middle of the night. I could go to bed at 7 o'clock, and my body would not want to wake up until the sun's out. At that's, 7 in the winter. Well, that's just too long. Wow. And I get good sleep, you know. Side note, real quick. My bobblehead is staring at us. It's disgusting. <laughs> I don't like it. He wasn't before we started this yeah, conversation. Yeah, he just started turning. He, he started smiling. Yeah. For those who don't know that one of my goals several years ago was to create a bobblehead that looked like me, and it's really funny. But thank you for changing. Now, she just faced it in the opposite direction. Now, if it's facing looking at us by the time the show is over, I'm jumping out the window. How are you doing? I'm good. What are you? What are you getting into? When? This last week? What did you get into last, last week? week what did you get great. into this week? Uh, still recovering from my trip to Atlanta, which I discussed on last week's podcast. Um, and then I will be going to Cleveland for the All-Star Game, baseball All-Star Game uh, tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to that. Cool. And uh, yeah. Cleveland. Rocks. The land... Of the Miz, and he's awesome. I wasn't going to say that, but okay. Uh, We need to do a little bit of housekeeping before we continue, and that is that I had two friends reach out to me this past week to... One I've got got smoke for. Okay, follow up on our discussion about putting the cheeks on a public toilet seat. One, you want to recap just for people who didn't hear last week? Listen to last week's episode, you motherfuckers. I'm not recapping anything. Damn. You lazy asses. Mm. Anyway, this this conversation we had last week, 
I would just, I'm not going to go into it because I don't care. But it's about going to the bathroom and putting your cheeks on a public toilet seat. Listen to last week's episode. Anyway, so two friends reached out to me. One was on my side and agreed that the likelihood of you picking up germs on a public toilet seat is minimal, if not proven at all. Like, it won't, and, it won't happen at all. And I will show you when this podcast is over okay. how that person is wrong. Well, and plus, that person is down to do whatever and doesn't give a fuck about anything. So <laughs> She is my beloved. So that's what I'm saying. Speak, no, I, this is a positive thing. She's down for anything, whatever, and doesn't care. So in, that is no, not the person she I is a, She's realistic in her assessment of risks and concern. And I appreciate that a lot. No, she's just, she doesn't sweat the small stuff. And that to her is small stuff. Yes, for me, that's not. And then my other friend, um, she said that I was disgusting. Yes. But pretty much. Yep. And agreed with you oh, that yeah. she always hovers over a toilet seat. And I asked, how do you have that thigh strength? And it's she, tricep strength. if she, no, what are you holding on to? What do like you think this, are in the women's the seat. bathroom? You're no, like no, this. then your hands are touching the seat. If you wash your hands, do you not? No, no, no. You hover with not, you don't touch anything. That's how we no, hover. Squat. Yeah. Okay. Or you just hold on to the side like this. No. Like the doors, like the sides. <laughs> Those doors are probably more disgusting than the toilet seat. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Especially te- in this case, in the bathroom where there's poop everywhere that I well, that's d- different. described last week. So then she then she said she doesn't poop in a public place, I think. And if she does, then she lines everything with a bunch of paper. But then I said to her, counterpoint, if all so of the other women are like you and are hovering and are not touching anything, cheek to toilet, hand to toilet, whatever, then I'm actually in a good place, free of any bacteria, because you all, who are extra cautious and hovering, are preventing me from getting any diseases because you're not actually touching the toilet. But not all women are like that, though. Not all women are like that. Considering the I'm fact that you found poop everywhere again, the other that weekend. was one time. <laughs> sure. And it was in the hospital. Clearly, someone was sick. Uh, and it was me. Yeah. No, that's like, so, they're not like <laughs> cough sick. They're like... Messed up in the headset. Like, yeah. Okay, keep going. Anyway, so we have a, we have, a, we have, the poll has come back and it is 50% on your side on. and it's 50% You've on my side. You've got to remember because like I am officially in recess right now, mm-hmm. uh, I don't talk to people who are listening to our podcast. I don't talk to people who are listening to your podcast either. I'm asking people like, hey, no, man, but you, you listen to the but latest you drop? you talked to these people recently. They texted me after listening to the podcast. Okay. Just because you don't have any friends, please do not put, the, delegitimize the poll, the official Gallup poll that was... Very good. Okay, so let's stop this at seven minutes right now because you say that like it would hurt my feelings and you know me better than anybody else on this planet. And you know that I don't want friends. (laughs) I want my circle to be extremely small because that makes me feel good. I love a small circle. I mentioned to Chris, we used to, it was kind of flip back in the day. It was 100% I did not find people that I got along with well until... After college, I think I've mentioned this before, it, it, working, because I didn't realize that there were like progressive people who cared about social justice issues until I entered the workforce. Then, so I didn't have like a lot, like in college I had maybe like two, I wouldn't even go that far, maybe like one or two friends in college. Jeez. And they, for the most part, are shitty friends. So like 
it's not like we would just hang out because it was a, it was just convenient and we would study well, together. We all have that. Eat together, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't, never had any deep relationships with people in college. Yeah. Yeah. And then because they were all interested in like hooking up and getting drunk and mm-hmm. I was a 145-year-old woman living in a I remember some <laughs> guy was trying to hit on me in school like we were partnered up and he was Still like makes me mad. he said no this is a different guy oh, um who are you talking about same class though which is interesting anyway this one guy he, he was like like walking me out the door and I was like okay goodbye I, I gotta go bye he's like are you sure you can we you know, exchange and I'm like I gotta go I gotta go to work and I, I have a boyfriend like I just like I ha- actually had to go to work so that was legitimate I would, why did I get on this subject? Oh, I was an old, I'm an old person. Anyway, so Chris, <laughs> Chris had a want. bunch of friends to fill the void of his cold, dead heart back in the day. So he surrounded mm-hmm. himself with people who, I don't know, were interested in things that you were interested convenience. in. Convenience. Yeah, matter of convenience too. Yeah. Okay, but you at least went out with them often. You, yeah, sure. you probably drank with them. Like, yeah. I didn't drink until I was 21. I didn't drink until I was 21 too. Don't say that. Okay. Okay. Continue. Whatever. Anyway, you actually like went out to drink with friends. Like yes. the first time I think I remember going out to drink with friends was after college and we got like a margarita. Like I never got drunk with anyone. At, at this point I don't think well maybe I have gotten drunk with other people. But anyway, so the off. point of this story is to illustrate that Chris used to have a bunch of friends that he hung out with and I had no friends. Yep. Now I have more friends who means so much to me. In, Lissa in, has all the friends. I have no friends. So then I mentioned recently about Chris having no friends, and he said, I socialize as much as I want to socialize. I socialize <laughs> as much as I want to socialize. <laughs> I think it's one of the <laughs> best things I've ever said. I guess I've just realized the, the value of having people in your life who are have like-minded interests. I, here's, the, and, here's the difference, okay? You have really good friends. And they're all really nice people. For all different yes. walks of life. Listen, they're they're eighty year old women. Yes, they are fantastic women. people. Now, if you asked me and I'm gonna do something I never ever do, which is question talk, and I hate that. If you asked me to flip the situation and I could have a bunch of friends like you have that are all wonderful people, I'd say no. Okay. Because I don't want I spend so much of my time putting out like energy or talking or trying to be something I don't know that when I'm away from my job let's say teaching for example I recharge by being alone I don't want to have to entertain anyone else I want to be alone thought though do you think because I am your only friend that I mean Damn, let's I get let's, let's Hold just on, also out. keep this like you're my best friend yes. I have no one else in my life that I share as as good of friends sure. as I have there's no one in my that I share my my deepest fears with my deepest Some dreams would say with soulmate. Some would, Some a would psychic say. would say that yeah. but she may have been drunk <laughs> but so Jeez. do you think that you're putting the burden of not having very many friends on me one person instead of like it's Dole, a, it's doling a, it out. It's a great question. No. Okay. Um, I know that, let's say me and you were going through some problems. Mm-hmm. I would talk to my parents. Yeah, same. I would not talk to a friend of mine because most people haven't been together as long as we have and our parents have, so why not reach out to them? I don't want to talk to someone who has been married for a year. I met their wife two years ago. It's like, y'all don't understand what 
Lisa and I have been together for over 21 years. Like, we've seen some shit. Yeah. Like, actually, how many years is it it's exactly? 21. Is it 21? Yeah. 21, 21, 21? Yeah. That, I mean, we've, we have gone through a lot, ebbs and flows. And like, someone who's been together for two years, you don't know what 21 years is. Like, you've been together for six years. You don't know what 21 years we've literally grown up in front of one another. So, I would talk to my parents. I, if I if I throw something off of another friend, um, I don't expect for their counsel. I, I always appreciate what someone would listen to me, but I don't expect for them to give me advice to come back to my relationship with. If, it, if I was looking for that, I'd talk to my parents. Yeah, and that's kind of, we're in a weird, I don't know if other people are like this, but we, we don't hang out with too many couples, mm-hmm. but... I mean, there are there are Select a few, few. couples that yeah. we hang, have which hung we enjoy out and with, have a good yeah, time. Absolutely, but most of the time we spend, if we're socializing, it's with either of our parents. Yep. Which is maybe weird, maybe cool. I don't know. All I know is that I enjoy it I enjoy immensely. It, yeah. So that's how I want it to be. Yes. And we're actually spending a week with my parents yep. soon. We have not vacation. been on a vacation together as a full family i mean i'm not i mean family. but before you like the core four of us outside of you we have not been on a vacation since probably before 2005 mm-hmm. and so we will be going put in a little black dot in that yeah and here sure I am. and you Cafe came Malta. on a vacation with my parents yep in 2012 and it was one Lake of Tahoe. the best vacations i've ever had yeah I mean, it, it, your parents are great people, and we have the same political view, so at the end of the day, everything will be fine. We don't really have to worry about, like, an argument or something stupid happening or, like, you know. I, I guess the other the other comfort in being around people who are older, or the you notice the people who we do hang out with, the couples, like, they're not interested in checking in to a restaurant or like taking a photo of their food or posting a selfie. Well, I take like photos of my food. <laughs> you might take photos of your food, but you don't post them. But the yeah. point of it is that there's a an underlying like value system that we we have that, that I we cherish that a I often different. can't find with people who are under the age well and i shouldn't even say that because there are plenty of yeah, old people saying, i see who yeah. are taking selfies for some yep. godforsaken reason and posting them 35 and not times. to say that people younger than us like we're not on a soapbox here saying anything not to say people younger than us don't think like us but no, but there is a there is a certain value yeah. system that people don't have as much today because they're too busy like caring about their status or their uh What's that called? That that word that I've heard a number of times recently, clout. Mm. Like, gotta do it. Do it for the clout. Like it's um, it's like it's a clout thing, and I, I mean, I have. It's for the gram. It's I for all that type of stuff. It's people for... who I hang out with that that applies to, and there's like, like a limited amount of time because I can't. I don't. I don't fuck with people who are on their phones. Mm-hmm. Like, who I ha- I am out with you. Like, I don't want any type of superficial relationship i want a deep fucking relationship mm-hmm. like we can talk about anything and everything and, and that, by the way sorry to cut you off that is extremely rare 
to find someone, another couple anyway, that you can talk about anything and everything and no one's gonna be offended if I cuss. No one's gonna be offended if I mention religion. No one's gonna be offended if I mention anything. And that is so rare. And I can't, I can't even think of a handful of people that we know that we can hang out like that. Like I can think about, of course. My friends. Yeah, your, your friends. Um, but yeah. Sorry to cut you off, but I just think it's so rare to find someone where you can have a conversation and not offend. Like, there's nothing you're going to say, like, you won't offend me, you'll just anger me and I won't have anything to do with you. Like, if you're talking about race issues, which you have nothing to, you don't know anything about, you won't offend me. I just will get angry and want to leave. But I feel like you can't talk to people in terms of... You know, it's not everything. even about it's not even about conversations that offend people. It's just having real conversations. Like we can have a conversation about why you know the why Catholicism is why 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 certain elements of Catholicism are ridiculous. No, like, but you can't. But I'm telling you right now, I know certain people. religions are ridiculous. Like yep. I know, and we're yep. we we don't fuck with those people because you can't have an honest conversation when you're when you right. have like. We we don't have sacred cows. That's exactly right. That's a that's a great point. There's nothing. There's nothing that's yep. that's off the table. Yep. Like if it's on our mind, not in like a purposely agitating or offensive way, but just like, yep. what is the point of living life if there are certain topics that we can't discuss? Like totally agree. It makes no sense. Like I'm curious. You're curious. We're interested in things. Like I, <laughs> I have asked really because I was curious. I <laughs> I have asked really. Some might think like not offensive questions, but like dumb questions. But like, I was very curious how someone claimed that they their prostate cancer was was lessened by acupuncture, and I was like, "Where did you get that acupuncture?" Mm -hmm. And like everyone at the table laughed at it. But I was like, seriously though, like I (laughs) like those are no, it was a former boss of mine. When you say former, as in like former he's, boss, he's no he's, longer. No, he's he's with us. With, okay. No, no, he's he's good people. Former, but. as in former. No, former, as in former boss. Like it was just like having a honest. I'm having an honest conversation. Like I, I'm just really curious about it. It might not be something that you discuss, but like that's a question that I'm going to ask because I'm. I need to ask that question. Anyway, tangent. Well, I was going to say I remember talking to one of my friends back in high school. And it's funny because it all comes back to the show Newsroom. Um, his parents were really religious. And I remember one time his mom said something. She was like, God spoke to me and said, blah, 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 blah. And I remember saying out loud, I was like, what did God sound like? <laughs> and like people thought it was disrespectful. Like they're like, oh my God, what are you talking about? Like what's wrong with you? And I'm like, if someone says that, like I took it literally and I know I offended people. And it's like, I don't want to offend somebody by saying something I, I i don't think that's offensive but look you some people take certain topics subjects Religion, at face politics. value and they cannot be questioned yeah we're, we're not, not like, like that. that yeah period <laughs> everything will be questioned yep. even to as frustrating as it is sometimes i'm like feeling really good about something mm-hmm. and i come home and tell chris and he's like well what about that thing and i'm like god damn it why did you have to point out that there is an issue with something mm-hmm. but like that the whole critical thought is um, it's so uh, important is necessary and in and very much um, important 
Oh, no, I was going to say... Essential. <laughs> no. Same as important. Is... Die, feels to be dying. Yes. In our society. So, you know... I just... I, I feel like... Going back to what you said with sacred cows, we don't have anything. You can look at me and tell me something that I care about is stupid. Yeah. And I'm sure it is. And I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. But I enjoy it. It's what I like. And I'm not going to take offense to it at all like at all i um also if you're offended by something that's related to your faith and like how strong is your faith that's my thought any any idea if you are offended by a certain idea that is questioned like how strong how is it are you offended by the fact that you think it's like a reflection of you your ego like well i mean like in terms of religion let's say for example i'm not religious but i'm spiritual and if someone were to make fun of my beliefs I'm going to be like, that's cool. You wouldn't change. Your mind yeah, wouldn't be changed. Whatever. That's fine. Like, it means nothing to me. But it's like, like trying to compare it to like wrestling again. If someone says something stupid about that wrestling. That is your like, religion. Exactly. Is that what you're talking about? And they about? say, you know, wrestling's fake, right? And it's like, yep. So is 99% of TV that we watch. But you still enjoy it. Again, it's like you're not attached to someone else's thoughts about nope. you. And that's our, oh, there. That's there's too much of that going on. Where someone else's thought of you is the, that for some reason makes a bit of difference like it doesn't live your life man here here question everything cheers yeah cheers 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 georgie may the wind be always at your back and the sun shine in your face what was that Australian. <laughs> I finally that did was Boston to Australian. <laughs> Boston to African. Yeah, that was terrible. I was trying to give the speech. Chris hates this one speech from Blow, oh, featuring terrible. Johnny Depp and Ray Liotta. Featuring. <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of our favorite movies. And they're they have really bad Boston accents or strong Cheers, Boston Georgie. accents. And they do a toast. And I send it to Chris like every St. Patrick's Day because it makes me laugh how much he hates it. <laughs> it but i just got it all wrong may the wind be <laughs> it's i can know people I can know what it is because people have done it may uh, the wind be at your back <laughs> good lord i've turned into nikki kidman what and now her name is nikki, nikki like you know her. I know her why don't you say it as macho man with an australian accent <laughs> no just macho man mm. <laughs> just don't poke yourself may the wind be at no. your back no no god uh, it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like you've never said anything before in your ha- life. You just... I haven't heard him speak for a long periods of time. I just played a Macho Man thing yesterday. Me the wind. Nope. I, that's Isn't just... he from Ohio? Right? He... Yeah, he's from Ohio. I can tell with based on that accent. Based, based... on that. <laughs> Good Lord. I'm turning into. I just can't have to turn into Hugh, Gr- <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Or Grant. No, no, Hugh, Hugh Grant would be, oh, I'm so sorry. No, he'd just go, right, right, I just, right. Okay. Back to, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Let's talk about speeches. Let's talk about speeches, <laughs> mate. <laughs> I gave a really good stop, speech. Stop, stop. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set okay, this one up. Ahead. So uh, if you guys have been following us on Facebook, Alyssa completed a humongous goal this past week where she um, made a public speech at Toastmasters in front of how many people? I mean, I don't know. 
20? Two, three. <laughs> yeah, just me and So, like, 20 people. And the big thing about this was Lissa is terrified of public speaking. And she spoke for five minutes. It is on Facebook right now. She posted the entire video. And as your spouse and mm-hmm. your... Lover. Lover <laughs> and your ride or die, I cannot tell you how proud I am of you because I know how much of a struggle it is for you to even think about speaking in front of people. So the fact that you put that on your list, the fact that you were able to do it, the fact that you did a phenomenal job. Like it wasn't, if you did an okay job, I'd be like, yeah, it was good. Like there's room for improvement. You did a great job. I would never think that you were nervous to speak in front of people like the way you are. So for those who haven't seen it, I would encourage take a look at our Facebook page for that but again from where you were to where you are now i am so proud and and just happy that you're making great strides thank you that's so nice of you to say though i didn't hear you laughing out loud when i showed you the video so i'm just making sure that that well you know when you see a show 57 (laughs) times and then you see it a 58th time you probably don't laugh you All still the time, same laugh thing. at the guy dry heaving in. Because it's dry heaving in what movie? Uh, oh, Hangover. Hangover. Yeah, of course. Because it's still laugh dry at that. heaving. Because is if you would have dry I... heaved, oh my god, <laughs> I would have laughed so hard. But so, anyway, yes, I, I yeah. appreciate that. And just to to provide a little bit of background on this. Oh my I keep god, on you're so into this accent. What is going on? I have one sip of alcohol and like this is what happens. Okay. I will refrain from going into my Nicole Kidman. So Nicole. Nicole Nicole Kidman. What did you say Nicole Kidman? <laughs> Who the hell is that? Nicole. We're just I want Nicole back. <laughs> okay. Get it together. Alright. So um I have been I have been fine-tuning this speech of mine for the last few months. I based it off of a, adapted it from a blog post I wrote around the time that I was diagnosed with multiple multiple sclerosis, also known as MS. And I figured like that would be a good speech to share because or a good speech to give because it's the, it's one thing that I have spent a lot of time thinking about and I feel like this experience is something that is part of me, but at the same time, I'm not emotional about it. Three years ago, I might've been more emotional about it, but three years has gone by and I have a little bit of separation. So it's like, it's it incorporated my life, my life outlook and then how this disease plays into the life outlook. And I wrote this speech and gave it to you. Mm-hmm practice in front of you a number of times. And Chris greatly helped me fine tune it even more so that it was, um, he gave me really good feedback. And, and normally I have a tendency to like, like Chris, like what, what Chris has to say sometimes I don't listen to because it's like, you're just saying that because you're, you know, rela- my husband or whatever related, related to, to me and my husband and lover. Mm. And the, you gave me really good feedback and, and treated me like I was like a colleague and not like we were emotionally attached, mm-hmm. which helped me out a lot. You were, it was like you were my mentor 
which that's not like a relationship we've really been in yeah. <laughs> ever. So that was nice. It was a, it was it was good because I I could tell that you had my best interests in in inside your heart if you have one. Mm, it's black. So anyway, I decided to give just to pull the plug, pull the trigger, whatever the whatever the metaphor is. Either you're I've killing something or or, killing or, or you're just. <laughs> So anyway, oh, we got an email at the end of last week, and they said the the leadership of Toastmasters said we have one space open for a speech. If anyone wants to give it, it was July third, and I was like, oh shoot, like this is a sign. And I hadn't finalized my speech yet, but I worked on it through the weekend and got it into a place that I felt comfortable enough sharing with it, sharing it on Tuesday if the space was still open. So I reached out to the uh, Toastmasters leadership and they said, absolutely, the space was still open. And I was like, shit, like this is it. So I went home and practiced some more. I practiced in high heels because I practiced in the heels that I would be wearing the following day because I need to feel comfortable with, I need that mind-body connection thing going on. (laughs) I filmed myself when you were gone. I watched it. And then was like, why is she so fat? And then I was like, can stop I, it. Can but, I pause you real yeah. quick? For those who have not heard themselves speak yeah, it's or torture. recorded themselves speak and watch, it is one of the worst things you'll experience. It's terrible. Hearing yourself or seeing yourself. So good for you for doing that. But continue. Well, that's the thing. I wanted to make sure like I could correct certain things that I didn't like that I was doing in the speech. So like I shift my body weight just naturally. That's what I do. And when you're up speaking in in front of people, it's very distracting. Mm -hmm. So I asked you like this, this whole speech, five minutes of nothing, it took a lot of work. And that's something that I've learned that I've mentioned before when I, when I took the storytelling class that you only see the finished product, but it takes a lot of work before then. And I always, you know, I get kind of jealous at people who can just wing it and, and speak really well. And some of them are just, just naturally good, but there are others who spend hours upon hours of training and coaching and practicing getting it to where it is and we only see the end result. Sure. So knowing that, I was not, I wasn't, I didn't hold back. Like I embraced that practice as part of this speech. In the past, I would have been like, try to do it out once. Okay, it's fine. Whatever. I'll just do it. Mm-hmm. This was, I really, I mean, how many times did I practice in front of you? At what least felt five. like eternity. Yeah. And I would tell Chris like, okay, monitor my speed. He helped me. He was like, slow down at this point. Now monitor how I'm shifting my body weight or how I'm moving. Okay. Monitor the pause I'm taking for uh, humongous laughter. <laughs> humongous. <laughs> or, yes. uh, Pause right there for the standing ovation. <laughs> so anyway, pause right there for the five minute ovation. <laughs> pause for the tears. <laughs> so it was really, I like I said, I would have turned away and shunned the idea of like that's unnecessary. I don't need to practice. I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna do it. But this time I went f- all into it and and put a lot of effort into getting it fine-tuning it Mm -hmm. because before I would have been embarrassed that I was doing it in front of you and even like there were moments where you were gone and I was giving the speech and I was like I was embarrassed like you were going to come home and catch me giving my speech (laughs) like so I tried to just you know go into it sure so then the next day on Tuesday I was trying to be in the moment as much as possible 
because my fears, fear and anxiety was getting the best of me. And 10 minutes before I was the meeting started, my manager walked into my room and we were talking about something unrelated. And she knows how much I hate public speaking and always is encouraging and says, I, she says I do a great job and I handle myself really well. And she didn't know I was giving the speech, but she saw something material that I had on my desk. And she's like, oh, what's that? And I was like, oh, it's for the Toastmasters meeting. It's happening in 10 minutes. She was like, oh, okay, well, I won't bother you. And I, I had a moment where I was like, should I invite her? So then I, was, I said, I'm actually giving my first speech. If you, if you want to come, <laughs> feel free to come. And she was like, oh, like, am I allowed to? Can I? Would, would that make you nervous? And I was like, trust me. It's not going to make me any more nervous than I am right now. She's like, yeah, I will. So she she joined the meeting, une not unexpectedly, but at the last minute. So that was something that I was aware of when I was, you know, in the speech. It made me maybe a little bit more nervous, but also be when you tell someone you're nervous about something, it kind of like lessens the nerves. So having her know that I was nervous made it a little bit f less painful, I guess. But yes, I gave my speech. It's called Shit Happens, as Chris said. Look it up on our Facebook page. And it, um, you know, I did as good of a job as I possibly could. And You did a great job. And do you it. feel accomplished after doing it? I do. I feel accomplished. I, I, I still get down on myself, though, like, why am I still nervous? like when when will like as soon as I finished my uh, the a girl in my club she was like so when are you doing your next speech mm -hmm. and I was it's like, like no it's no, true no, though no. but like now is the time when sure. I'm feeling a little bit of a high from giving it and accomplishing it and getting really positive feedback like almost yeah. too much positive feedback that I then go because I'm warped mentally I'm like well do they feel bad for me because like talking about having multiple sclerosis is something that People, people feel pity for you, and they I shy away from I it. didn't want any issue. Like you, I don't want people to feel pity. Like I, it was it was a, a speech that I, I went into it asking my the the woman who was giving me feedback. I was like, this is a serious topic, but I'm trying to make it funny. So let me know. Like I need it to be a good balance of uplifting and inspirational, but also like real and funny mm -hmm. and. She said that I, I nailed it, so I'm I'm happy about that. I would say wait because you want you keep them wanting more. Like, what's the point of going right back up there? Because what's gonna what you're gonna do is you're you're going to compare yourself to your first speech. Yeah. yeah. And so it's never gonna be as good as your first. Never. Because you're like, oh, I could have done this. Well, it's, I a, done it's, that. A, it's a unique topic to discuss something right. that's serious yep. in a funny way. Yep. So, you know, the biggest issue I have is not when will it happen, like it won't be as good as the first one. It is what else am I going to talk about? <laughs> so, you know, I just have to find something that I am as knowledgeable and mm -hmm. comfortable with and kind of passionate about, I guess. But too. one of the things is good is like you said, maybe you can go up and start speaking again because you just keep going. And That's the thing. Like just, again, the, the personally, and I'm, I'm guessing most people are like this, but, and that's what our bucket list has done for us is the more I do stuff, the more comfortable I get, the mm -hmm. more confident I get. Like I would not have been, I would not be able to do like, for example, podcasting. I was so nervous the first couple of episodes just because I don't, I don't want my voice to be 
like living on for eternity. I don't know. There's some weird like there's some weird thing I have with that. And I was like, am I gonna say the right thing? Am I gonna say the wrong thing? Am I gonna offend people? Like, and meanwhile, like 20 people listen to our podcast. So like. <laughs> And they know us personally, probably. 20 times so, 2,000. <laughs> so, like, there's no, there's no one to offend. And they all know me, at least, and you. So, um, but I just kind of, I got nervous. And to, to speak with you on a microphone, period, freaked yeah. me out. And here we are, what, October? Do we start in October or November? I don't know, but like, I know that we have, like, a bunch. Of, we, we're almost at the 1,000 downloads. Hmm. which is pretty cool. We might actually be there. We'll check after this episode. So, um, you know, that was that was a nerve-wracking experience. I'm glad it's over. I'm happy that I was able to do it and I was ha- I'm happy that I was able to in I mean, I'm going to say this in like a gr- sounds gross, but like the point of this speech was to inspire people to live their lives fully. It's not gross. Don't and sound gross at all. to inform them about MS. So I feel like I achieved both of those. And it wasn't like the goal of this is for me to sound and look good. Like the goal of this was bigger than me. The speech was was much bigger than me, you know, like the contents of the speech. Yep. I thought it was pretty funny because I happened to be in um, DC when uh, we were talking about the speech. And I said, so what are you doing now? Because you are home. And you said, uh, just watching TV and working out on my arms. <laughs> and I was like, this it didn't make sense. after the speech. Right, it didn't make sense. I was like, what do you mean working out on your arms? So I get home, and it's the next day, and she shows me a video, and I still don't know what she's talking about in terms of working out on her arms, but I noticed the video is centered where it's like right at her arms and her face. And then for some reason it hit me, I'm like, I bet she's working on her arms because she doesn't like the way her arms look. Or and you said your arms. I don't like the way your arms look. You must have been working out on that's your That's what arms. I said. <laughs> oh, please. Don't even put that out there. Yeah. I, you know, when you see yourself, well, first off, I just have to say that angle is the not Worse. the most flattering. But because, because I was on this medicine, or I am on this medicine that causes your face to be very red yeah. like whatever is going on in my life it causes your arms to be really <laughs> no, red what I, <laughs> medicine has made my face flush yes. i get overheated very easily now thanks to the ms medicine so i went from someone who was constantly cold to someone who was always hot whose face is always also red mm-hmm. like now and I was going to keep my blazer on for that speech because I look amazing in blazers. That's my... You would have been so red by the time I know. was over. But the problem is with this medicine, having MS, it's a weird thing to discuss. But I have like 40,000 blazers, all different shades of, of the rainbow. And I can't wear them. They are my power. Like that, That's my power, my blazer. I can't wear them because they get hot. I get overheated. Hot. <laughs> I get hot. I get hot. Hot, hot, hot. Jeez. So I was gonna gonna wear my cute blazer with the outfit I had on, but I was like, shit, this I'm sweating. Shit, shit I'm sweating like a pig. So I went up there and took my blazer off, and then now my arms are exposed. And on a normal day, like I'm I'm not really concerned about my arms, but when there it's, it's in a video, it's not the most flattering. I'm I'm kind yeah. of self conscious about certain areas of my body and 
Um, I'm not happy with like the way my arms look, but so ridiculous. I know it's stupid. I realize that. Ugh, goodness gracious. But my hair looked good. <laughs> All right. I can fall back on something. Yeah. And I wore my power red ruby woo lipstick. That always gives me an ad- additional level of energy. Okay. Yeah. Um, again, wrapping it all up, you did a fantastic job. And it is just proof that if you work hard on something and you keep working on it, you can do it because you did it. And there's no way a couple years ago you would have ever thought you'd been able to do that, especially as well as you did it. So I hope to be booked um, on a TED talk, and I hope speeches. yeah I will be I will t- I will be your keynote speaker. Yeah. Commencement speeches. I will get my honorary doctorate. I will be on Oprah. Like whatever whatever I'm needed for, I will I will gladly take that speaking role. Please Perfect. reach out to me. All media inquiries can go to um, uh, me Chris White twenty three at hotmail dot com. <laughs> Uh, sure. Perfect. Yeah, they can go there. Fantastic. Hotmail. How are you talking? And about? you can reach out to me at lissabug 59 at AOL.com. You That's can reach legitimately me at old. lovebelow at <laughs> yahoo.com. <laughs> we should talk about screen names on an episode. Uh, you can reach me at kw1moviebuff at AOL.com. Mm-hmm. You can reach. Oh my God. Don't even. You have. You probably have so many. I have no idea. Um, you can reach me at valicforlife at hotmail.com. <laughs> I don't even know if that was it or not. Um, we had other things to talk about, but we're at that mark. We can talk about a few other nah, things. No, because there's one that's heavy. What? What's that? The last one. No, well, let's not talk about that. We can talk about the other things on that's there. That's what I'm saying. What, uh, what else? Um... Okay. Oh, yeah. Let's just let's give the last two. Good. Um, we recently, I don't want to say discovered because I hate, it's not like we were the first to find out about it, but we Lewis recently realized. Lewis and Clark did. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I hate when people go, I just, I'm the first and I discovered this. This place is the best hammers. Like, no, you're not an influencer. The... <sighs> We realize that there is a delicious Ethiopian place that is in Manassas, and uh, I went there with my dad and my sister. They have really, they have really dark coffee, which is the reason why we wanted to Perfect. go there. But we ended up getting a full spread of Ethiopian food, and then afterwards, I went to Chris to go with me. Now, Chris is not the most experimental person when it comes to food, however. The food there was, there's no cheese in anything yes. or dairy, so it it was like a safe. Safe bet. I was most worried that Chris would not like the injera, the spongy bread, but as it turned out, you did. Oh, the bread was good. Yeah, I, I am. I have a really sensitive stomach. I don't play around with spicy foods. I don't because I don't see the enjoyment in them. For like Chris one, barely like cinnamon. I don't like that spice. It's just too much. Um, so the food was really good, uh, and I would, I would give it two thumbs up. Good. I'm just saying. all the thumbs you have. I mean, that is correct. I like, it's a small business, and I might have to sneeze. Hold on. It's a small business. The the family is very uh, nice. They're welcoming. Um, We really, we just, we hope it does really well here in this area. Mm -hmm. The owner looks like John Turturro, but Ethiopian. Yes. Um, We also 
discovered. Now, we found out that there's a really good taco place. We, we talked about this one already. I don't think we did. Okay. Because remember we said no, we did No, we not... did, because Halal. We talked about Halal. The I didn't halal think tacos. we did. Chris? Anyway, there's another taco place that we found, and it's really good, too. Yeah, so yeah. it's been a great month of... Di- of realizing that there's food around us beyond Popeyes and KFC and McDonald's McDonald's and Burger King King and and Five Guys. Well, I mean, that's good for me, period, now that I don't have to eat restricted. Hey, how about that? And I prefer food with a spice. I like like anything with, you know, coriander and cardamom. Mom, not mon. I always mess that up. Cinnamon and, and... curries and this and that. I, I am a fan of all of the, those those warm spices. I am of your Asian persuasion. <laughs> Give me anything that resembles Chinese food mm-hmm. and I'm in. So we also started a new tradition. Very good. Yes. July 4th yes. we decided We'll do the most American thing. Well, I came about this from our fireworks are Chinese our American flags are most likely made in China the old navy shirts with all the American flags are all probably made in China. So why China. not tie it back to China again and have Chinese food on July 4th? So that's Brilliant. what we did. Sure and did. we also have Chinese food on Christmas. Yes. And those are like, we might have Chinese food in between here and then, here and now, whatever. But we don't have like we only have one day that we eat Chinese food. Like every year we're gonna eat it. Now we have two, two days time. a year that we're always gonna eat Chinese food. I feel like, mm, I And since this food. is Chris's favorite food, yes. not my favorite food, mm, but so I enjoy it. It's just another reason for Chris to get what he wants, food-wise. Mm, I'm okay with that. So it's a tradition. It's tradition. All right, moving on from that. Do you want to talk about the last thing that you decided to do this week, which was not? Mm-hmm. You had an opportunity to just express tell the your story. opinion, and you did, and you just blew right by no, it. No, it's because you failed to communicate. No, I did so not. That, okay, go ahead. Anyway, a few years ago, I was sitting in traffic, like I have been for a majority of my life, driving into D.C. from Manassas, a 35-plus mile commute one way. Which is usually like an hour and a half, two hours, one way. If any of our legislators are listening to this podcast, can you please get a good public transportation system in the form of a train like New York? It's been done before. Why we can't do it here makes no sense. Because it's going to take 25 years from the Then start it now. I don't care. Anyway, it's been done. Use that model. So anyway, as I was sitting in traffic next to Iwo Jima, I was thinking to myself, I am wasting my life in my car, that I need to find some other, should I become a phone sex operator? I realized that Iwo Jima probably shouldn't cause these thoughts to happen, yeah, but I was like, out, yeah, this is how do I make money while I'm sitting on my ass in my car? Do I become a phone sex operator? Do you become like a, a marketer? Like, what can I do? You don't like public speaking, so you're I not going to be. <laughs> but I may have gotten better at it had I had gone that route. Yeah. I, you know, I started listening to Chris, this was years ago, then told me about podcasts. So then I found that activity that I did in my car that made me, made me feel like I was at least learning something as I was driving four hours every day. So recently I discovered a company that pays you 
to wrap your car in a uh, someone else's advertisements. So they you fill out all the paperwork, and I might mention them later on, but for now I will not. Reach out to them, filled out the paperwork, told them the routes that I take. They reached out to me pretty quickly because I drive, like I said, 35 miles a day and, or sorry, 70 plus miles a day and go on like the major roads in DC that there was a campaign to promote this one tourism campaign that they would want to pay me to have my car wrapped with this campaign for three months. And I was like, that's interesting. This is something that I've been wanting to do for a while. And so I did it. Got my car wrapped with this um, campaign, <laughs> this tourism campaign, and uh, that's it. That's so the problem that I have uh-huh. over here is that we have two cars. Lissa has had a car for about six or seven years, and she about six years, and she wore that bitch to the ground. It's disgusting. That car is a bucket of bolts with wheels. And so she took our good car, our brand new car, and she wrapped that one and she stuck me with the piece of crap that she ran into the ground. First off, that car is not a piece of crap. That car. It is like a 2012 Piece of crap. Uh, No, No. you. The inside of it, I have have toenails in there. I have. (laughs) Water bottles in there. I have she has paper towels. <clears throat> she's got funk. She's got mold. She's got That's the different. car is disgusting. And hold on, wait, wait. She doesn't care about cars. I greatly care about cars. I really enjoy like driving a decent vehicle. She does not. I drive four hours every single day, so, so my you car is my care- trash can. Uh, exactly. So the. So she took the nice car and wrapped it. So she has to therefore drive that car and I get the piece of crap. Okay. So again, this our Prius is not a piece of crap. Two, of I crap. sent Chris the contract because we were going back and forth. I'm like, do we get the new car wrapped or do we get the Prius wrapped? The Prius has some dings in it and I would have to send them photos to make sure that the wrap is would be okay on Hold it. Hold on. <laughs> you said the Prius has dings in it. <laughs> Dings is the nicest way to say it. it's got potholes in it. Like you've you've hit, uh, hit columns, you've one, hit cars. You've I hit a <laughs> column one time. Yeah, but when you hit that column, you like almost took the door off. So like you can't say it's got some dings it has in it. Some like it's nothing. Minor scratches. It's got scratches all on it. It again, the car is a bucket of bolts. It's and not. So she's, you need to rephrase. You, you need to figure out the definition of bucket of bolts. Bottom it's not that. bottom line is. She took that car. I bottom line I took is, I took months researching for the uh, for a car. I would have. And we wrapped. got that car. Wait, wait. We got that car. So now that is officially her car. And so in about two months' time, we are getting a new car. Potentially. We are getting a new car, and it will not be yours. Okay, whatever. But. I sent Chris the contract to have him look over it because all, I decided on the Nissan wrapping. And all wrapping. it said in the email was, okay, I'm going to do it. Okay, back to my great story. So anyway, I was going back and forth. I put both cars down, Prius or Nissan, which one? So then I was like, the Nissan, since we may end up trading in the Prius in a couple of months, 
I probably shouldn't get that wrapped because then it would just delay us being able to trade it in. So what we'll do is we'll get the Nissan wrapped and then the Prius is temporarily yours and you can research cars that we might get after the Prius and it'll be, it'll work out perfectly. So I, I, I called him to make sure everything, and he was like, eh, I don't think we should. And he's like, it's not worth it to me. And I was like, okay, but I think it's worth it. And it's something that I've been wanting to do. I want to get, feel like I'm getting paid for driving. And then, and then um, what? And then I got the contract and I sent it to you. And I, at that point I was like, I'm going to do this because I, I wanted your opinion, but at the same time, like it didn't make a difference what your opinion was. I say that, that, no, I say that in the nicest way. Like it's, I'm driving the car. Like what would it matter? Because it's my car. No. So then (laughs) I I send him the contract and I, I want him to look at it because he would see that it's the Nissan, so if which she we had wanted already me, hold decided on. on. So if you wanted me to look at it, you would say, Chris, I decided I'm going to do it. Take a look at the details. Make sure I'm not doing anything stupid. I and all she said. Did. In the e- that, find the email. Okay, then we will find Find it. that find email, email and then make sure you update the But the audience. problem is Gmail is really hard. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. You did it not say that. It got lost in like yeah. threaded in threads. That's right. You'll never anyway, be able to find it. Anyway, that's what happened. And then I decided on it. I signed the contract after Chris took a look at it because I didn't want to be signing that's off so anything that I didn't want <laughs> to happen. But he was too busy in his food coma in Georgia. To, sure. He probably didn't even open it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so then... <clears throat> I got the car wrapped, and um, and it it looks like a car that's wrapped. And <laughs> I ha- I mean, great. Story. I don't want to say I don't want to give away the campaign don't. yet, but nonetheless, I will be making money off of driving into DC. Wait, wait. So when you think about making money, since please they, since, do not speak ill of them because since they wrapped. Our car. It's temporary. I'm sure everyone has a number in their mind listening to this, how much money we were going to get. And whatever, however much money you think we're going to Chris get. Chris thinks it's peanuts. Subtract $750. Okay, no. Chris <laughs> thinks it's peanuts, but I have a respect for money. Unlike you, you just assume that everything is given to you, that no big deal, no big deal. I'm going to I'm going to spend this on cable, this on this. What? Like my, my, all those razors you get for your head. Like you Uh, just think that money grows on trees. You're going to talk about razors for my head. Meanwhile, you dye your hair, which by the way, you need to dye it again. (laughs) You dye your hair. I have an appointment on Wednesday. Which costs how much money? Too much money. Exactly. Let's stop. But. My razors are like $6 a month. Mine is not. And you don't want to see me with hair. (laughs) <laughs> Stop that right there. You do not want to see when this stuff starts. You are growing. correct. So anyway, anyway this is an interesting endeavor and I'm you know, some of our goals they don't really they don't come to fruition until a few years later, but this one is something that, you know, I'm testing it. Like is it worth is it worth the is the juice worth the squeeze? That's my thing. So to see if in three months it's a temporary thing, the car will be back to normal in three months time and then Chris can go caress it all he wants to and no. it's black glory nope and by that time i will have moved on to another lover and that car will then be yours i just want my car to work to get me to where i need to go i don't care what it looks like i know this is my point exactly okay we're done all right do you have anything else that you want to tell the public nope not at all they've heard us for 55 minutes it's time to stop well people's commute 
like me, I love when a podcast goes for an hour and 30 minutes because it can cover my entire commute. It's fantastic. Well, we're not going to do that. Okay. If you would like to leave Lissa a review for five stars, please go to iTunes. If you would like to leave Chris a one-star review yeah. for, for his negativity, yeah. and then you can go to iTunes and give him a one-star review. Give me the one star. That's what I like. Give me five stars for sitting my cheeks on a dirty toilet seat, and give Chris one star for thinking that we all hover. Cleaning have it with a toothbrush. <laughs> before thinking that putting your hands on it working out your triceps and hovering on a toilet seat with your holding onto with your hands is better than your butt cheeks if you so ignorant if you put toilet tissue on your hands you're yes (laughs) do you wrap your body in toilet paper when you go to the bathroom i you just listen you're disgusting (laughs) i'm starting to rethink this 21 years you're gross. And all 21 of those years, I my know. butt has touched public so toilets. Gross. I'm getting tested tomorrow. <laughs> For what? <laughs> Hepatitis A, B, C, all the way to Z. <laughs> all right, we're out. I love you. Have a wonderful day and week. Yep. See ya. <laughs> Visit com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.